0: Wrong wrong, Probably fucking wrong. wrong Wrong That's disgusting Wrong That's wrong Wrong Why are like Cold fucking idiots? The so wrong guys I just found this note From um, uh, I Probably one of our Original episodes Where we said uh, A t-shirt idea was The baked cake Cannot be unbaked Damn son Yeah That's some deep shit Right there uh, Excuse me Man I'm super burpy Right now
1: that's really good. Yeah. A the baked b- cake cannot be unbaked.
0: Yeah. I don't remember what it was in reference to. Doesn't matter. There's We're no recording. way. To know.
1: Um Yeah, what's your favorite Christmas song?
0: Oh, uh, we've talked about this already. Is oh, it Holy oh Holy Night. Night is your favorite one? Oh Holy Night by far. Should we sing it? <laughs> no. <laughs> what's your favorite Christmas song? <sighs> yeah, probably that one. It's so good, eh? Or um any of the 98 degrees ones on Ooh. the 98 degrees Christmas Ooh. album. Do you know who I just heard? Um, it actually made me really emotional. Was do you know the singer from Mariana's Trench? I don't know what his name is. Josh no, I something. Don't. I don't. Anyway, this is a story that I heard on the CBC the other day, and they his his parents were super famous, and I guess his mom was like, she was like friends with like Elvis and shit. She was like a stage singer and a studio singer for a bunch of people, so they knew a bunch of famous people. like okay. he, And his dad owned a recording studio. Um, that uh, Bob Rock brought a bunch of people to and shit. So okay. like he knew like Metallica and anyway. So it's this this kid was like anyway. He's super super famous, but I guess his mom wrote a Christmas song at one point that had um mediocre i guess success as far as christmas songs go okay but they used to sing it all the time in their own house and he sang it on this episode of cb or this it was like during the food drive or whatever anyway he sang it and i was like oh it was really emotional to think of because both of his parents are dead okay and it was emotional to think of him singing a song that his his mom mom wrote wrote, for christmas after she passed away or whatever interesting i was picturing them like how much i was thinking about how much as a a mother, or as a parent, or whatever, how success is one thing, like knowing Elvis or knowing all these people and meeting all these people and writing all this famous music or whatever. Yeah, and how it would compare to like having your kid be successful and sing your song, right? And potentially, and I just am thinking of this from an empathetic perspective, like potentially that that would be a greater achievement to have a kid sing one of your songs. Yeah, I'm than sure if to she be was alive, friends she'd with probably some, you feel that I mean? way for sure. Yeah, wouldn't that be yeah? Anyway, so it, all that went through my head when I was listening to it the other day. And great. I thought no, it was... everyone
1: who's listening to this is sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. Um, um, it... I also like that Justin Bieber song, Christmas song. Is it new? No, this is old. Oh. He, I think he did a Christmas album. Was it?
0: Like 10 years ago. Baby? I think it's
1: called Mistletoe.
0: Oh. I... Um. I don't know that much about Justin Bieber. You would it's think I would. It's
1: beautiful time of the year. I should be playing in the winter snow. Oh, yeah. Instead, I'm under the mistletoe oh. with you. Shoddy with you. Oh,
0: God. With he said shoddy you. in he a Christmas song? in a Christmas oh, song, yeah. I don't know.
1: Shoddy with you. It's uh,
0: 10 points. That one,
1: and then The Gift. I think it's called The Gift by 90 Degrees. Oh shit!
0: My bad. What are you doing? How about um? How I about the Mariah Carey one? I'm to give
1: this gift tonight. <laughs> I'm down on my knees.
0: Whoa! I didn't listen to There's that much. There's no time. Name it's... a member oh, other, Nick, than Nick Nick Lachey. Lachey. Uh-huh. other than Nick oh, Lachey. Other
1: than Nick Lachey, <laughs> his cousin, <laughs> his cousin was in it. Yeah,
0: name him. Uh, I think didn't it was. Think
1: so. I think it was Drew Lachey. K. And then I don't know the other <laughs> two guys' names. Were Let there know.
0: four? I don't even. know. There was four. I'm going to look them up right now. I think it was Drew. Okay, while you're looking this up, I should probably do this part. Sure, do the ad read. So, my name is Alex Kevin, and that is Marty Francis. And since those are both bacons, that makes this the wrong guys. And this this episode of the wrong guys is brought to you. Are you just going to sing the whole time? Has anyone ever told you that you sang well?
1: Something to last for as long as you give. <laughs> Tonight I'm gonna give you <laughs> all my heart
0: can give. I think it's a Christmas song. I realize I don't um, want to read this ad read because it's super depressing. Yeah,
1: it was Drew Lachey and they were brothers actually. Nick oh, and Drew. Oh, interesting. And then uh, Jeff Timmons and Justin Jeffrey. Justin
0: Jeffrey looks like he got arrested for something. That looks like a mugshot. Anyway. Are you sure that wasn't just like an early two thousands way to look cool to have like no, your cover of shot. your next album be a, a mugshot?
1: Sure, a mugshot. Um, man, they is are, he wearing? Von guys are old now. How old do you think Nick Lachey is? <laughs> He's got to be fifty. I don't know. Forty-eight. Yeah, there you go. Forty-eight degrees. How old the Backstreet Boys are? They must be the same age, right? Roughly.
0: Uh, yeah, probably close to that one. The dude with was, the earrings was already pretty old. The older guy, Kevin, was that his name? No, I think it was AJ. Was the oldest one. I thought, I thought he was, was Kevin like Richardson
1: was the oldest one. He
0: was like already in his 30s. Kevin
1: Richardson is 50.
0: Okay. Maybe I was What was wrong. his name? AJ. AJ. McLean. McLean.
1: Now the, my phone knows. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, we, the, the we the know what we're doing here. Path I'm going down. Yeah. He's 43, dude.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. But Nick Carter is probably only 38.
1: He is 41.
0: Oh, he's older than I thought. Um, Do you remember the story about the song where he was not allowed to take his shirt off? Um, not, sorry. Open his shirt. Remember the, um, get down. No, 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 no. I think it was the meaning of being lonely when they're out in the rain. I haven't seen that video.
1: I just feel like I remember. Oh yeah. So, so the get down song where they're actually just like, they're like kind of squat jumping. pretty gnarly.
0: (laughs) But no, (laughs) so so here's the, here's the story, right? So they're, they're out in the rain and they're, they're singing a love song in the rain. Sick dance moves. And they all have their shirts, but open. So that you could see their chests or whatever, mm-hmm. except Nick Carter. Because he was a minor? Because he was 17 at the time, and his parents wouldn't give him permission to do it. Okay. They had to, like, sign off on good him for them. showing his bella.
1: Yeah, good for them.
0: Also, um, has anyone checked in on Aaron Carter lately? Because I think He he's, was fucking having a weird go. Yeah, there, I think he's, he? like, either recovered from or OD'd f- from heroin recently. Um. Those are two very different things, obviously. But. I feel like
1: he relapsed, but he's, yeah, he's got not, like face tats and shit. He's not doing good. He looks terrible. I feel for it. that guy
0: because it was a party, but yeah, do you, he, he does not look healthy. <laughs> do you know that Smelly knows all the words to Aaron's party or whatever? I don't even know what that is. The His song. It's like... Never heard remember, it. Uh, anyway, yeah. <clears throat> the whole premise is that his parents are away at the movies, and so he has a party in his house. Mm. That, was his big, that was his big hit.
1: Yeah, I can't say I've heard it.
0: Anyway, um... I was going to read that ad read, and then I realized I was like, well, we're trending upwards here from the depressing start, so we're just going to... The one
1: that you just said no, no, off that, that you were not
0: going to read? No, a different one. Oh, okay. It was about global warming, which is, again, just depressing. That's not even real. It's not a very real Global thing, warming. So. I'll, I'll read it. This, uh, what is it, episode is brought to you in part by global warming. There used to be icebergs here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Was it global warming or is it climate change?
0: Well, I think it's climate change now because they realized it's like Cooling in some places and warming in others. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, okay, well then we're definitely yeah,
1: I think they've shifted from global warming is because from what I understand, which mm-hmm. again is very little. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> the planet goes through periods of warming anyway.
0: I, yeah. Right? It yeah. goes
1: through, it's a cyclical, right? So it's Every, I don't know, let's say 5,000 years, temperatures, average temperatures will go up and down Yeah, yeah, yeah depending yeah. on how close we are to the sun and a it's whole of other It's like a pendulum swing. Shit. It's a pendulum swinging back yeah. and forth. Yeah. So planetary temperatures, you know, raising and lowering over these 5,000 or 10,000 year cycles is not an abnormal thing. Right. And they can measure this based on like the amount of carbon that's found in rock and ice. And tree like trunks and shit. And tree trunks. Yeah, they can yeah, like yeah, go yeah. back and measure like, oh, there was this much carbon in the air, which means it would have been... Um, this warm or this cool 5000 years ago. Right. Yeah, so they can yeah. kind of yeah. measure. Yeah, yeah. These temperatures. That being said, so even if we are in a period of let's say warming right now, mm-hmm. I think the whole point is that that doesn't discount the fact that humans are accelerating it or Ye- making it yeah even worse.
0: impacting it in impacting some
1: way. it and yeah. like put maybe potentially pushing it over the edge. It'd be right? crazy to imagine that it, there so there isn't an impact. <laughs> if we were if the earth had no humans on it, mm-hmm. then Today the planet might still be warming up,
0: right. right? just not at the pace that it's doing. But it the now.
1: fact that there's fucking twelve billion human, whatever the fuck the number eight. is now, eight and a half billion, just, just shy of eight billion, I insane. Think. Yeah, but there's this many people on it in cars, and we're constantly mining and mm. you know for fossil fuels and just pumping coal and whatever. There's you know
0: buying Amazon our shit.
1: Footprint is massive and insane. undeniable. Yeah. Um, and I think the whole point of this global warming sort of the alarms that are going off for, for scientists and, and people who study this sort of stuff and make it a, you know, there is a living for them. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like humans are basically, we're just got to, like, uh, we're hammering the fast forward button. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we might get to a tipping point where it's like, well, once you get to that point, the planet's going to like shut down and fight back. And then we're fucked. And then we're really fucked. What's back. the solution? Uh, I, th- I mean, you can't slow down technological progress. But you have to hope that th- I think th- I'm probably generalizing here, but I think the solution is to reduce the carbon
0: footprint, which okay. is sort of I think a catch-all term as far yeah, as like yeah, yeah, go- going more green, quote unquote green. Do you know? I just read this recently. Do you know who invented the term carbon footprint? Probably a fuel, uh, fossil fuel company, BP Oil. oil company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing as the
1: you know the when you recycle mm-hmm. the little. The triangle 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 with an arrow arrow thing with the numbers in it. Yeah, I think Exxon came up with that in the seventies as part of a PR campaign. So
0: there is a recycling thing, and then they came up with a plastic identification thing that looks like the recycling thing, but actually doesn't mean you can recycle it.
1: But like the 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 reduce, reuse, recycle Mm -hmm. that whole campaign (laughs) of like. Oh, the plastics you get from the grocery store. Yeah. Put them in this blue bin and then yeah. we'll like reuse them later. And that was that's an oil company that came up with that. Totally. Because you can't make plastic without oil.
0: I was just watching a right? video on this and the guy was like we've all been treating recycling like it's the Beyonce of Destiny's Child yeah. and it turns out it's the other two girls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's fucked. <laughs> and
0: reduce, reuse are the Beyonce. It's
1: fucking insane.
0: Um which um, are by the way. And there's also
1: yeah. uh, just a quick add on to that. You know and some companies will be like, "Oh, instead of using plastic bags to do your grocery shopping like just buy one of these cotton bags yeah yeah one of these reusable um, reusable yeah. cotton bags mm-hmm. when in fact like the energy and resources it takes to produce a single cotton bag mm. is the equivalent of 20,000 plastic bags oh so fantastic keep that in mind next time you I, you know I'm, I mean, I'm not saying like no no it's like the plastic is gonna get produced anyway it doesn't mean it's better to use plastic but do you know that, I don't yeah. know. It, it, it's just people I think are maybe sort of be, being a little bit more informed these days as far as where these things come from and like where they get their information and like where, again, like this recycling PR thing comes from.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: And it's kind of like lifting the veil a little bit. And you're kind of going like, oh, hold on a second. Yeah. None of this is real. Like, and like of all the recycling, like I think there's seven or eight numbers. Yeah. Like one through
0: eight. They're just identification numbers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for the
1: types of plastic the product. Like, when they go to a sorting facility. Yeah. You can look at the number and go like, this is a number three. It goes with number yeah. three. Um, I think of those seven or eight numbers or types of plastic, only two are actually recyclable. Right. The other six end up in landfill because they can't be recycled.
0: No, no. All of the, that, like I was saying, like that entire, I just I was just watching, like that in, that little, the arrows with the number inside it <laughs> yeah, yeah. is not a recycling number. Oh, it okay. has nothing to do with recycling. Okay. It there is actually a just a, a like a product ID Okay. And it, it it is made to look like a recycling number so that you feel good about buying it. Right. So it's not the recycling logo yeah. at all. Or you feel you don't feel good about buying
1: it. You feel good about putting it in the blue bin. Exactly. And it has nothing it to, to do with
0: it. that's a whole other facility. thing is the recycling logo. Mm-hmm. It's like those flat arrows that are folded over on on themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. These other ones are just like like stick arrows okay anyway yeah no it's it's crazy and so like i like like that dude said and that is the solution is it's like we need to refocus on the beyonce it's like reduce reuse it's like stop Mm -hmm. buying shit and buy shit that can be used for a long time well like we have a ton of like reusable
1: plastic bags here in the kitchen that i try to use sometimes i forget but
0: yeah i use my backpack as much as possible yeah i mean it's yeah
1: use what you have at home and i do um, groceries often too which helps like
0: i walk to the grocery store yeah, And bring home like a few days worth of groceries at a time. So I mm-hmm. don't need to have like 17 bags at a time. Yeah, Because that does eventually create the need for like a bag. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, yeah, okay, I got a little too much shit for just my backpack and this reusable bag that I brought. So I do need one plastic bag as well. Yeah. So it's like I just buy less shit yeah. every time. And going there on foot helps, but that's obviously because we live close to the grocery store. It's like yeah. not everybody has that option. Mm-hmm. And like you can't devote a whole day to like taking a bus in the city to you know what i mean like it turns yeah. into a whole fucking you're thing, also but.
1: limited as far as the options you have in a small town like the one that we live in totally, as far yeah, as totally you know if you need i don't know something from the grocery store you only have one or two options whereas if you go to a bigger city like toronto or whatever the metropolis you might have sort of like the the more i don't know what how i want to call them like earth friendly or like Mm. eco-conscious or at the very least
0: presented as
1: yeah and there's some that are yeah or at least present themselves as but i like to believe maybe i'm being naive about it i like to believe that they are that when you're buying a a packaging from like whole foods maybe it's more expensive but if it says biodegradable or whatever i Mm. like to believe that it is and that's what you're maybe paying the premium for if you really care about that sort of thing i man there's also stores that are popping up now i don't know I think there's one in Ottawa. I forget what it's called, but it's just like, it's bulk. So you bring your own containers. Yeah. Okay. Like you bring your own. We have one of those here. Do we really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, You can buy like, they have like shampoo, soap, like a couple of different liquids. So
1: the idea is that you, it's a regular, like there's everything you would find at a grocery store Mm -hmm. from like pasta to soap and conditioner, all that shit is in this store and you bring your own bottles and your own Ziploc or cupware containers. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just fill up what you need and measure it and weigh it on the scale on your way out, and then you Totes. leave without using any bags and yeah. you know that's the, like it's that's like a ideal. zero zero waste essentially.
0: Yeah, and it's like and and I have this and you've heard me fucking rant about this before, so I won't go off on it that much right now. But it's like it really is about like changing your perspective on need. Right? If yeah. you cool it the fuck on ordering shit on Amazon for no reason yeah, at all, I've because kinda, you I've need a new iPhone or you need a new, it of you know, and it's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Cool it. Just cool it. If everybody yeah. just cools it a little but bit. But that's where like the. Dude, no, there's so much bullshit talk about how it's like we need to treat, you know, we need to treat corporations and, and like hold them accountable for the shit they're building it's like they're building the shit you're buying yeah, yeah. like it's a demand you're still it. economy you are buying it <laughs> you're if still you buying didn't it buy it they wouldn't make it you know what the tamagotchi factory is out of business mm-hmm. like they're not still making them at an alarming pace yeah. like but that didn't happen
1: what i was going to say is that's where these companies are so effective at convincing you that you
0: need them exactly it thing. has to come down to you as a person going oh yeah no yeah. i'm not a slave to this this consumerism yeah yeah. i'm gonna i can stop buying shit i'm allowed to Mm -hmm. you're allowed to not buy shit you're allowed to like look at the shit you already have and go that's enough it's
1: like the i mean i don't want to say absolve myself of it but like i've got a new a relatively new iphone but until i bought this one i had gone five years with the old one until it really started to slow down you don't even
0: need an iphone that's no, the I, don't. Thing. I don't. I don't. It's like need is a, right. Need is a makeup.
1: You're absolutely right. Yeah. I bought it because I had my reasons. I wanted a camera. because totally. I Want to take whatever. Th- th- my reasons are no, no. no and,
0: and and I I 100 agree with you. But if you stand on your high horse and go, everyone else should. You know what I mean? No, it's no like, I'm like yeah. And I'm we got to stop these corporations, and we get. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Like, This is a common sort of theme that I hear. Mm-hmm. It's like those guys need to stop doing their shit, and it's like no, you stop encouraging them you're voting for them with yeah. money like yeah. you're telling them to keep doing it and then you're telling them to stop doing it it's like you stop my laptop is nearly seven years old now. yeah no like it's, it's i have a like i, I got buy the things. battery replaced
1: recently which was sweet yeah.
0: and like it's that's amazing that you know, is
1: oh did you hear why why to buy why would i buy a new so apple laptop?
0: is opening up their product finally line so yeah. you can buy your you can buy replacement screens at, yeah. and, and which batteries is insane now. that it took so long yeah to get in the there. states i don't know about here yeah it's um, insane that it anyway i'm glad i read that fucking global warming thing because we really went yeah, off on a tangent quite a there. little tangent there how exciting is that for you sorry guys? sorry but again i'm just so frustrated <laughs> with people pointing the finger and not really accepting their own responsibility mm-hmm. this is a consumer-based demand economy like you are you are creating demand by yeah. buying shit online amazon cool little side note i just ordered um Christmas gifts for my mom, my brother and my sister-in-law who are all going to be at my mom's house for Christmas. Okay. So I I shipped everything to their house and what I ordered was 3 books mm-hmm. and one for each of them. And all 3 of them are used. Oh, that's cool. Like, I didn't even know that was an option until I and it was like it, they came up one after the other and it was like do you want the used copy of this and I saved like $2 on the books or whatever. Yeah. But it's like mostly it's like already produced. And yeah they just have like these decent quality used books that they they will sell huh, you, which I think is great so and yeah, I, got them, I also think Amazon is kind of a i don't know yeah i and again, I got them to put it all in one box and yeah. three used books, so it's like okay, yeah, it's you know it's like what else am I gonna do like if i if I made something here myself which is what i did last year Mm -hmm. i'd still have to ship it to them so it's like that cost isn't going away and i briefly flirted with the idea of doing nothing for christmas because i was like there is your environmentally friendly thing to do yeah quit my own shit for them and it was like yeah no they expect it and it's part of culture and it's like i'm willing to sort of like bend that way Mm -hmm. um but yeah, no, it is the problem. It's like the problem is like you don't need Christmas gifts. Like, hey, you're a grown-up. Buy your own shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you know, here we are, and it shows that we care about each other for some yeah, reason, right? And and that's what <laughs> they've convinced us of. So that's what we do. But I sent them books, which I think are better than shit you know it's stuff that you can share and it's stuff that you can keep and it's stuff that you can reread and i bought nothing for my niece because i'm like that little bitch has enough she's only fucking <laughs> she's 10 months old coddled. and she already owns a house like she's crazy yeah she's good so anyway moving on yes um i also just read this Have cool thing about uh switzerland they just legalized these Christmas. suicide pods did you read about that Yet the Yuletide. No. I did not hear about that. Yeah, so they have these suicide pods that they're creating now. They're 3D printed suicide pods. From now on, <laughs> with the our Christmas they get fucking. Found, and they fill with nitrogen and remove all your oxygen, so you die a slow, peaceful death A quick, peaceful death. And then the pod becomes your coffin.
1: A merry little Christmas. <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> you want to do a topic yeah let's do it <laughs> okay let's move on from this crazy weird intro that we've oh, had so far today fuck. All right. oh my goodness this has a lot of words on it <clears throat>
1: courtesy oh, of alex and joel again i'm assuming
0: yeah joel and alex this the they're title basically
1: they're the head writers
0: of the show yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a, a big sip of water Ugh. So, Is it it better than bacon? It's a little more involved, and I think (laughs) we've talked about this multiple times, but this will be the main focus of our show. It's it's about movies. Uh, Excuse me. Movies slash films. Okay. How do we ensure great movies still get made when all anyone wants to pay for to see in theaters these days is Avengers, Avenging the Unavenged? Mm. Yeah. Reboots and fucking remakes Mm. and sequels. So
1: Speaking how do we Turner. how do we ensure that great films continue to be made? Essentially, I feel As like to like the Marvel fluff. There's so many fucking. Oh right. Yeah. Put the timer on. <sighs>
0: yeah, I'm fucking Ooh, sick this of fucking
1: reading. phone unlocked to a photo of Aaron Carter looking <laughs> like a ghost. Time out. Begin. Um, commence countdown sequence. 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. How, what do you think about <clears throat> the movies these days, Marty? Man, I haven't gone to see movies to see a movie
1: actually that's not true i went to see a movie when i was home but that was the first time i went to see the new the new bond movie oh yeah that was the first time in fuck i don't know probably three years i'd gone to see a movie in theater right i don't remember the last time i went i don't remember what i saw last um which is weird because like i do enjoy m- movie going and like watching new movies and stuff yeah um but I don't know why I've just sort of lost interest in going to the theater. Maybe it's COVID related probably has a lot to do with it, but um, like if I missed Dune when it was in town, Mm. I probably would have gone to see that just because I really like the director. Have you seen it?
0: No. Who gives a shit? Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I'm
1: no, people are happy about it. It's cool. I know nothing about, the story. I don't know. I've never read the book. Yeah. Didn't see the original. Like yeah. I just know who's directing it, and yeah. I'm a big fan of his movies. Fair enough. I've never seen a movie of his that I didn't enjoy. So okay. I'm just like, oh, I would like to go see. I like his work. Yeah, there's but definitely. Like I, to- I I
0: I can relate to that. Like, there's definitely like. I always have this thing with um, uh, what's his name? J- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right. Where I'm like, he really hasn't done any bad movies yet. Mm. And there's no movies that he's been in that I didn't enjoy. Well, that's your opinion. Yeah. Um. I yeah and, and I see your point for sure because like going to see a movie is like a thing for sure but I think oh you know what I remember now it was the last movie I saw before uh, the, the no time to die can I guess yeah Avatar no Patch Adams no we're way too old way too, uh, it was more Halloween H2O no uh, the Ninja Turtles movie no. featuring Vanilla Ice no uh, Titanic no uh, the Terminator no um, one more guess. Sure. Paw Patrol. No. Okay. What is it? Uh, Dunkirk. Oh, I haven't seen it. Is it good? Yes, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Cool. Um, again, Christopher Nolan. I bet Nolan. you your wires making noise right now. Is it? Yeah, I bet you it is. Oh, it's just dangling there, yeah. isn't it? Sorry, go on. Dunkirk. Oh, oh my goodness, I what have you done, Mike? Oh, technical well, if, difficulties. If someone,
1: if someone, and wants you're the to engineer bias, here, what the fuck? If someone wants to buy us better mic stands. <laughs> How about you buy us better mic stands? Amazon,
0: because I'm broke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But here's the point. We have mic stands. This is exactly what we were just talking about. It's like they're fine.
1: Someone wants to buy us a studio, actually. Oh, okay. That would be different. Um,
0: Yeah, Dunkirk, sorry.
1: Um, Yeah, just another director whose movies I really enjoy. Harry Styles was in that, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Um, And I just thought the... The way it was told, it was like you should watch it. Yeah, um, it's told in like three different sections, but it's linear, and they f- they three different timelines. I should I should say, mm-hmm. um, and they all sort of intersect at like the peak moment in the, the movie. Cool, but you're kind of bouncing around between these three timelines with three different, um, I won't say character, well, sets of characters, storylines, and characters. So you have like yeah. the soldiers yeah. on the beach uh, are like part one yeah. or phase one, I guess. Phase two is like the, the, um, civilians who are going to cross the English channel in their, their fishing boats to help rescue them. Okay. And like phase three is like the pilots who are providing air support hmm. and they're all on different timelines, but it's all linear and they all, um, it's presented in a way where they all intersect at like a, they like all converge like a boiling point. They converge yeah, basically yeah, yeah. at a boiling point. It's told in a really interesting way. And I found the music was really good and there were really tense scenes where i noticed there was like the sound of a ticking clock because the whole oh. thing is like a race against time right it's like we have to get there as quickly as we can to okay. save as many people as we can and there's certain scenes that are really really tense and you can hear like below them it's i think it's hans zimmer who composed the music it sounds well. right so if you know anything about hans zimmer and the the scores he composed are always very like kind of epic sounding and super dramatic
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: like john williams Kind of, yeah, but Hans Zimmer has, like, a particular style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very kind of, like, just just epic, I think, is the word I would use. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, he did time for Inception, too, didn't he?
1: He did all of Inception. Yeah. He did Interstellar as yeah, well. Totally. We talked about on the last episode. Um, so, yeah, he's got, he's got a very unique sort of style. It's very um, prominent, and I like it a lot. Um, and he like in between the sort of like deep cello notes and like these drums or whatever, you just hear like the ticking of a clock and it just kind of like builds tension. Stresses you out. Yeah, which is is awesome. I think it was great. Super unpleasant. So um, Um, (laughs) yeah, that that was the last movie I saw before the James Bond one. Um, But these are just like blockbusters, you know?
0: Well, and that's a little bit the point I was going to make about this. Like, so talking about like (laughs) remakes and um, uh, reboots and sequels is... I think you have to, I, I mean, I have to remind myself that like, like Paramount or like wherever, like movie studios or whatever are investing at this point, it's fucking hundreds of millions of dollars into making these movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to have this kind of like investment attitude towards making a movie. It's like, are we going to make a return on this? That's what they really Well, that's really the whole point, about, right? Is right. Like, yeah. So from a, from a viewer's perspective, we want artistry and we want, um, you know, storyline and we want. Gold, it's like good acting yeah and, it's like you're yeah. hoping to like gain out of this like so the 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 people making it are hoping to get like this like return mm-hmm. <laughs> on investment and yeah the people watching it and paying for that investment yeah are hoping to get this like artistry and heart right well the studio is yeah yeah right? like and i'm sure i mean I think, obviously
1: the people who are making the movie are getting paid like they're yeah, getting yeah, paid yeah.
0: regardless but they're not gonna they're not gonna green light a project that isn't going to make any returns if it's like too artsy or too hot takey or too for sure so that's really what you're getting is you're getting like the skim off the top they're Mm -hmm. like they're looking at this giant pot like the potential for movies and creativity in the world out of people's minds is insane but only the like the like marketable projects are being greenlit and so that's why you end (laughs) up with like aladdin remake or the ghostbusters but yeah, with yeah. an all-female cast because it's been or... 20
1: years and that's what people exactly. are. it's like they're they're capitalizing on nostalgia
0: and i'm kind of over that, it in that sense i'm gonna say i'm kind of over. i
1: haven't can i be honest i've never seen i haven't bothered looking up any of the remakes for any of those disney movies i did, did I, the lion king one with i like did Beyonce watch the lion was king in one. it and like seth rogan was the warthog or whatever yeah they did an okay job i don't know I'm, I'm not interested i, li- I literally like,
0: like you were just saying i literally watched it through nostalgic lenses Yeah. And uh, the best part of that movie was that I watched it with my sister-in-law. I hope she's listening right now. And she cried from the opening (laughs) sequence to the very end and it was fucking hilarious like i was sitting right next to her and she She
1: was because of the nostalgia yeah she was it was
0: a big movie when i was growing up and you know she was just crying the whole time and i was fucking enjoying her crying so much (laughs) that i i had a great time i had a great and it was good and it was okay and it was like shot for shot it was really impressive the basically they just updated the animation on the original lion yeah yeah which again like who gives a fuck like if you're a kid now and you're seeing it for the first time this is a better version to see right But the old version was fine. You didn't need to remake it, right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't update anything. Like, the script's a little bit modified, but that's it. Yeah. Well, I wonder, like, there still
1: are some of those, like, quote-unquote low-budget movies. Independent films. Yeah. But even just low-budget movies that just become, um, I guess, famous or super popular or wildly successful. Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But the the most recent example, I think, is uh, Moonlight which yeah. won the Oscar in, oh, I want to say like 2017 or 18.
0: I said yeah like I've seen it but I didn't. You haven't? It? It's really it, good
1: um, and that, I feel like that was um, I think A24 produced that's like a I don't like a, you'd even call it like an indie studio but small, it's a smaller studio I'm yeah, pretty yeah. Sure. it's not 20th Century Fox or anything mm-hmm. or Paramount or Lionsgate but um, I think that one was kind of a shocker too because it wasn't a Hollywood blockbuster Mm-hmm. And it won. It just like swept away the field that year for the, what's it called? The Oscars? The movie awards
0: the academy Grammy's awards.
1: academy awards the Oscars yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: I so I'm just thinking while you were talking because I wasn't listening there's a ch- there's a chance Classic. <laughs> there's a chance that we're actually in the change of of this conversation right now because like no I was actually listening because what you were saying was talking about independent <coughs> movie companies and a big part of that has to do with the fact that it's more accessible to make a movie now it's like you and I could make a movie like yeah, we're yeah. making a podcast right now 100% right? yeah 50 years ago you'd have to be famous for this to work mm-hmm. Like now, it's like people idiots in a room in their house with eighty dollars microphones doing it, right? Yeah. And and the same thing goes with movies. It's like, dude, have you seen the fucking GoPro Hero Seven? It's a fucking, it's a way better camera yeah, yeah. than what Paramount was using fifteen years ago. My phone is a better camera exactly. than exactly those movies too. So it's like we could make movies with ago. free editing software, <clears throat> and it's yeah. literally down to our creativity and yep. our dedication, right? Hundred percent. So there's a lot of that going on, and then and then at the same time you have Netflix or like Amazon or Crave or Disney plus or whatever that is like greenlighting all these awesome projects, knowing that their return on investment doesn't actually get quantified by the success of that one project. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like they could, they could build a thing and make it happen and then just market it properly. And people will or won't watch it, but it doesn't actually impact their market share, which is really interesting right? because a movie flops and that's Okay. If it's on Netflix, but it isn't okay if you've spent $150 million and it's the one thing you're and putting it really out it makes this like month. $20 million at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I think is actually really interesting. <clears throat> so all of a sudden, there's the potential for all this great shit going on. And yeah. Well, I mean, YouTube. Tom
1: Hanks has released, I think, two or three movies on Apple TV. I think he has a contract with Apple TV. He must. Oh, yeah. Because he put out this one called Greyhound last year, which is like a World War II movie about... Um, um, German U-boats and American destroyers crossing the Atlantic Ocean okay. into Europe. Um, and then he just put out another one called,
0: oh fuck, I forget what it's called. But he's putting these out like independently? Like, like these are
1: straight to streaming service movies. Yeah, he's, he's but like, acting feature- or he's like, he's, he's an actor.
0: Is he like, he's like he the funding guy. these movies?
1: I don't know. Hmm. I'm assuming he's getting paid. I would imagine. By Apple TV. Cool. Or Apple, I guess. Yeah, Apple right and i don't know the second one is him and he i'm just gonna look it up all right it's gonna drive me insane it's him and he's like on it's like a, f- a futuristic kind of movie
0: the tomorrow um, war and he has like a robot friend uh ai chappy oh, stop it uh lost in space it's
1: called uh, finch okay um yeah greyhound was last year so finch it's called finch i don't, I don't know what it's about robot that lives in a post on a post apocalyptic earth which was built to protect the life of his dying creators beloved dog and it learns about love friendship and the meaning of human life cute um
0: sounds yeah. like Wally
1: kind of sounds like Wally yeah which was a great so anyway, movie by like the a way feature film featuring Tom Hanks that's just like straight to streaming service yeah you know yeah yeah. so it must be more cost effective for uh, yeah, maybe. studios to do it this way maybe maybe not depends on the movie I guess
0: yeah i mean they could just it seems like they've got their it's like it's one of those things where like their foothold is so wide that they can like they can venture you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they can they've they can have a flop and it doesn't really yeah, impact yeah. them that much and that's so they can I mean, try yeah. a bunch of shit and I, I think that's pretty rad i think there's a lot going on and like it turns out it's all timing and marketing right like have you noticed i mean maybe you haven't but i started noticing recently it's like if you look on netflix and you go to the new and popular section mm-hmm. It tells you what's coming up. And a lot of times I'll realize like, so there's a. Um a show that i'm looking forward to seeing that's coming out next week right yeah and, and and so i found that out through their new and popular section and i was like oh okay the new season of that is coming out next week and then all of a sudden i look back on the home page and i realize that in popular the last season of it is all of a sudden popular and it's mm-hmm. like i don't think it's actually popular i think putting it in there makes it seem like it is right. and then people it's check like it out and it like up, yeah. generates this popularity and then generates this hype for the next season yeah and it's fucking genius marketing Mm -hmm. it costs them nothing and it's literally just like putting something out there and then like seeding it yeah and then like reaping it this is
1: really i just watched this video this is kind of unrelated to movies but related to the idea of of like you're saying seeding yeah um or marketing i guess or branding yeah do you know ludwig the youtuber
0: i never heard of him
1: okay so he's like um a very famous and popular youtuber and i think he streams on twitch as well
0: okay he's a gamer
1: uh he's not a gamer he's just he's just like a personality he does play games sometimes but he's not a full-on gamer he's just like a really clever kind of dude okay like brilliant at branding he does like react videos mostly uh, he could be doing all kinds of stuff okay there's no like he he doesn't
0: have like a line i don't think he has a lane he's
1: just like a youtuber who creates content of all different kinds kind of like mr beast does i guess but to a lesser degree okay um so this guy ludwig um, set out to prove that he was basically wondering, he's like, I wonder if I could, if like starting a YouTube channel or making a YouTube video go quote unquote viral, mm-hmm. um, comes down to skill versus luck. Like what does it take to totally. make a, a YouTube yeah. video, um, get like a thousand views in a day, for right. example, how do I do that? So he's like, well, I'm going to have a little experiment here. We'll see if I can make it happen. But I, the trick is I can't use my face. I can't use my voice. I have to create like an entirely new account right. on YouTube.
0: That has no, yeah, that has no inertia.
1: Yeah. And then make a video about something right. and see if like his target is like a thousand views in 24 hours. Okay. So he ends up spending a bit of money on it, but he's the the point is that like he has the money to spend and it's not his full-time job. He's just doing it as a little project. But the point is you can do this for free if you have the time. Right. And it's comes down. It really does come down to skill. And like skillful marketing and branding. So essentially, he mm-hmm. um, he picks um, another big time streamer on Twitch. I think the guy's name is Miskiff. I've never heard of this guy, but apparently he's what's up, Mal? Oh hey boy, great! Lost my train of thought. Fucking oh, here comes Revy. Oh, here comes the dog. Oh boy. First time intruder. Uh, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> long time, first time. First, long time, first time. First time
0: intruder, long time fan. <laughs> Uh,
1: Mischief. So yeah, so this, str- he decides he's going to make a video about another streamer named Miskiff. Okay. Right. And the, I, from what I gather, the whole premise with this Miskiff uh, streaming thing is he streams from a room in his house and there's like a door in the back of like in the background of the room. Okay. And guests will like, he'll be facing the camera and like a guest will just walk through the door and <laughs> come in and like, they'll just like start shooting the shit or do an episode about something. Okay. But he never knows who's coming through the door. Right, So kind of like what we're doing with the topics, he's like streaming and doing his thing and then um, a random, it could be a YouTube personality, it could be an artist, it could be fucking another streamer, it could be whoever. Mm-hmm. Someone just comes through that door and then they're like, oh, well, look, so-and-so is here. I had no idea you were, you were coming. And then away they go and then just fucking do whatever they do. He treats guests like we te- like we treat topics, basically. It's a, sort of, yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. But the whole sort of centerpiece of the thing is the door. Like that's It's always center frame okay. in the background. Yeah. And it, as a viewer, you always know Somebody's someone about to come is through. coming through that door. Gotcha. So Ludwig is like, okay, that's my focus. For this video I'm going to make, I'm going to make it short enough that people watch the three and a half minutes or four minutes. Um, but I'm basically going to title it in a way that makes it seem interesting.
0: Yeah. like like, clickbaity almost
1: clickbaity or he he, the title has like a hook yeah um and then he writes an entire script for the video Hmm. but again he can't use his voice so he pays someone on fiverr to read the script for him and then he pays someone to edit the video and like put together this package got it all he ends up doing is like coming up with the thumbnail for the video and coming up with a second uh youtube channel where he can post the video right right long story short (laughs) um eventually he he puts the video together it's really good i think it's titled like how um a door made a stream made the streamer 000, 000, 000 a million dollars right year, okay or something like that yeah, so yeah kind of yeah, like yeah. what's what streamer is it i have a door because if he says misgif <laughs> then he's like that that's gonna
0: it's gonna yeah if you don't know who yeah.
1: misgif is why would you care totally but it's but like everyone at that point yeah yeah so it's cleverly worded in the sense that like everyone knows what a streamer is but mm-hmm. not everyone knows who misgif is mm-hmm. but you'll be more curious about finding out how a random streamer made a million dollars because of a door. Yeah. Right. It's kind of a curious title, but it's the
0: million dollars part that piques your, your interest.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the video is really well produced because he compares it to sitcoms like friends and, um, Seinfeld. Okay. Where Kramer's always barging through the door. Yeah. Or I guess there's a bunch of scenes in friends where Joey, the doors are there. Yeah. The not doors, Joey, but the other guy Chandler Chandler comes barging through a door. Yeah. So he compares that to that. And then that, that's what the streamer does on his thing. Anyway, he puts the video together, has it on the channel on YouTube, and then goes to misgift stream and then puts in like a $25 or a $50 donation into his stream and attaches the link to the YouTube video Okay. to like get his attention. So as this misgift guy is streaming, he sees the notification and sees the YouTube link and he's like, oh, fuck it. We'll just watch it. And then so misgift watches it live on his stream. He has like 40,000 people watching him. That's how you do it. He watches his three minute video. Totally. And then he, uh, Ludwig posts another thing on Reddit somewhere, uh, on like a misgift subreddit. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, you're saying planning Yeah, planning a $50 seat on the stream, planning a seat on Reddit. And then within 24 hours, he has like 12,000 views on the channel. Right. So he's just going to show that it's not just luck. Like there's ways to do yeah, this. Yeah.
0: It's old town road, right? It's fucking exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's the there's same. There's
1: a way to do it. Totally. If you're clever and smart enough and are willing to put in the time. Yeah you can do that yeah so it's like 95 percent luck or skill rather and like clever hooks and clever titles and totally. a clever thumbnail and taking the time to do the photoshop and putting the video together yeah yeah once that's done there's ways to make it spread like wildfire
0: you yeah riding the coattails of another successful person helps a lot you know that tom haverford line from parks and Rec where he's like he's like uh <laughs> behind every successful man is me right <laughs> But I mean, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's the, in today's world yeah,
1: where everything is dominated by, you know, social medias and, and clicks and views and yeah, all that. because There's
0: companies you could pay to do that for you. And that's essentially what they've done, right? <coughs> is it's like, it's a lot like the casino thing where it's yeah. like, they just sorted out the, the, the psychology of it mm-hmm. and like how to use the algorithm to your advantage. Like yeah. we've talked about the algorithm plenty, right? Right. Um, and, and that, that has a lot to do with, um, you know, like like we were talking about... Originally, we were talking about Netflix, but it's like movies in general, right? Like, that's why product placements happen in movies. And so now, less and less do they have to make ticket office money in order to make their money back because they do product placements within the movies. And they do... You know, so there's, there's a lot of, like... There's a lot of, like, new versions of the same thing, but that are more successful and more effective for, for companies and corporations and stuff. Yeah. Because they've figured out a way to, like monetize average everyday moments. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that kind of, <laughs> I just had the thought of, I don't know if you've seen,
1: ever seen the Kanye West clip. He's being interviewed about something and he's like talking about sort of what you're saying, how to get the message across, how yeah. to communicate a product. Right. Say what you will about Kanye. I think he's a little bit crazy, but sure, he's also, I think on some levels, this like misunderstood genius.
0: Okay. <laughs> if you He's will. got ideas. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: And like, I think he's a brilliant, musician as well I think his list, his more recent stuff is a little bit weird but I think if you go back through his catalog I think he's pretty spectacular anyway he's in this interview and he's talking about a brand trying to communicate a product mm-hmm. and he ends up talking about he's like take lady gaga for example she's like the head spokesperson for Polaroid and then he stops and he goes i like some of gaga's songs what the fuck does she know about taking pictures <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know like, what i mean she's not the person <laughs> like, i trust when she's it comes not a to, photographer yeah, yeah she's
1: a fucking world famous pop star yeah but she's like the face of the brand for polaroid i didn't apparently. even know that neither did i yeah but it's just like a, a funny way of saying yeah. like it's just it's it's a way to present it that makes it um it always digestible but just
0: like I like Lady Gaga. Oh, I'll, maybe I I'll that. marketable. Get some I guess yeah. marketable. Yeah, it reminds me of that that Chappelle joke about Jay Z during the the or yeah about or not Jay Z um, Ja Rule Ja Rule right. during the the Hurricane Katrina thing. Yeah, Where he's like what? Yeah, it's like what? Why do we care what he thinks, right? And that was that was anyway. We're we're super super far off. Straight topic, so but I, far from it topic. is an interesting conversation that we're having, and it does have its roots in what we were talking about, mm-hmm. which is to say that you know movies in general seem to be. Um, less and less um creative i guess in a way and yeah. more and more sort of repetitive and like rep- and and well like the like Alex and Joel say the whatever the the Avengers avenging the unavenged yeah,
1: like i'm not into the whole sort of marvel is it marvel yeah that is mcu the marvel universe yeah i mean isn't there like 30 movies and there's like a way to watch them in chronological yeah, yeah, yeah. order yeah, there's if there's a go whole start yeah. the very beginning yeah i mean
0: I'm listen. It just it's recycled. I'm, I'm okay I, with I'm it. I'm not
1: knocked down. I'm just like
0: I'm not paying to go like, see it in theaters.
1: Yeah, exactly. But some people are.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and totally. And, and a here's lot the people thing: are. I have.
1: Why things... would they keep doing it if it wasn't making Oh, a it's fucking. It's a yeah. cash cow, right? Exactly.
0: But, like, I don't. The thing is, I don't care about Iron Man and I don't care about Thor and I don't care about the Hulk, but I do like Spider-Man. So I tend to watch whatever Spider-Man is in. So I didn't even know that was the same fucking universe. Yeah. But the thing is: so I was thinking about this and I was like, because we have examples of movies where, um, like, I was thinking of, like, Harry Potter, right? Where Harry Potter has s- s- six books, but seven films. Or maybe it's eight films? I think
1: it's seven books and eight films.
0: Some, some along those lines. Anyway, there's a fuck ton of them, right? Yeah. But the difference with that is it's that the books are a story, right? And mm-hmm. so it's not like you're actually um, like creating movies to supplement the income of the previous one. It's like you actually have this, like Lord of the Rings, you actually have this really long story mm-hmm. that you're playing out over multiple sort of movies. And I think that that's relatively genuine. Look at Star Wars up until a certain point because Star Wars did both. I think that's what I was going to use as the opposite example where you have like this original story, right? And you're like, you're following this storyline that actually can't be condensed into a single movie so you split it up into a bunch of yeah, smaller yeah. movies and then eventually you you make the prequels and then but then after a certain point it just seems like you're just fucking trying to bleed this rock like you're just like yeah are we done with fucking star wars lines mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm i don't care what the clones were doing i'm so lost honestly to be I perfectly honest with you dude, exactly i've seen
1: the uh, there's okay so there's the first three episodes four through six yeah the
0: original trilogy and then in
1: like the early 2000s there was one two three
0: the second trilogy which is the prequel trilogy and then
1: they're doing the sequel trilogy seven eight nine
0: that's done now i know yeah, i've yeah. only
1: seen seven and maybe not even eight i don't even know
0: it's, it's okay just, Mal. you just, can just make, make noise, the noise. yeah fine. yeah it's all good um,
1: per- shitty producer will yeah. take care of it later.
0: And then they <laughs> and then they did like the Clone Wars, the cartoon. Don't know and what And then that they is. did the fucking Mandalorian. And then they did. I know
1: what that is, but I've never seen it. And
0: then they did some like some, some other shit that's going on like between some of these movies. Don't
1: know what any of that shit and is. And it's
0: like, you have to like fucking read a Wikipedia page to know what order. Yeah. Kind of like the Marvel thing, and it, right?
1: Honestly, I've lost interest. I've completely lost interest. And
0: people love it. So it's fine. Like I don't have a I problem I don't sound with it. like
1: I'm a, pu- I'm not. Being yeah. like a purist about like oh the episode six was the peak of Star Wars everything after has been tri-. like whatever I'm not being that I'm just sure. like I've just like you've made it so convoluted and mm-hmm. like there's so much going on now it was just linear before it was four five six even though it was backwards whatever it was just like four five six yeah and then prequel yeah. Right? And it's like simple. It's there. It's laid out in front of you. There's movies from the 80s and then there's movies from the 2000s. Yeah. You can watch them in order, whatever order you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just there. Easy to understand. And yeah. then 789 comes out to new director. And then like you're saying, there's these offshoots with the Clone Wars where so it's like you can watch it, but it's not really related. Wasn't there like a Boba Fett movie or something at one point? Sure, probably. I bet you that's
0: happening right Maybe now. Maybe that's
1: the Clone Wars. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It just, what I'm saying, it just got so convoluted and it feels it feels like it's just cash grabs. Like let's capitalize on this newfound, Yeah. Not even newfound, but just like this renewed, um, star Wars craze, probably again, like Disney was doing capitalizing on nostalgia.
0: Yeah. 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 And exactly. Like, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll capitalize on the nostalgia for like core star Wars fans from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then we'll also re-engage or not re-engage, but engage an entire new yeah generation of star Wars. Yeah. Fans there's lots of kids that content, love that shit.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, like, I, wow, do you know what it, get
1: all these people, it all makes these me demographics,
0: think of, and when, cha-ching, 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 uh, totally. you know? But it's like, it, you know, when, like, back... I in don't the, even know if they're good. Are they good, the new movies? I don't know, probably. I have no fucking clue if Dude, they're good or they're, not. they're funded, so whatever, right? Like, the technology in The is really cool. I've been watching a lot of videos on that. I've heard the Mandalorian is good. It reminds me of, remember back in the day when you would buy a CD, like a single or something? And, you like, if you really liked a song, you could buy the single? Yeah. And then there would <clears> be a, a version of the single that was remixed? And you're like, I did so good on this one that I'll redo it exactly the same, but somebody else will like, and I was just always like, what is this remix thing? Like, fuck off. Like, I don't care about that. Like if I want the thing, I'll just go back. Like, it's not like you can only watch Star Wars one time. I don't need you to remake it. I Mm can just go back and watch it again. Like I liked it. It was fine. Like if they start remaking shit. You're like, hey, directors cut, have a new idea. Feel free. Don't worry about (laughs) like, it's fine. You can start new things.
1: Like we were saying, there's a reason they do it. It's because it's going to make money. Do you
0: think everything's
1: been done? Everything's been done. Yeah. How do you mean?
0: I like, I worry that um, maybe it's like, like every story has been told creatively. You like, you can't, you know, like, okay. Do you remember when avatar (laughs) came out and everyone was like, oh, this is Pocahontas. It's like the same, the exact same story arc as Pocahontas. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, you're, is that a remake? Is yeah. it a remix? Is it a reimagination? And it's like, from a viewer's perspective, I didn't feel like I was watching a movie I'd seen already. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's because I was distracted by the 3D at the time. I don't know. I just, I'm worried that you're making a ton of noise with that pillow. I'm, I can't even. I'm. It's t- like um, it's like touching the mic and moving sorry. it and shit. I and I just, I was doing that. It yeah. Doesn't matter. That's fine. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it's like, is that just? Is was that an accident? like do you know like you know how like things are influenced by things and it's like maybe subconsciously or or unconsciously people are just making things by accident that have already been done and it's like yeah stories have already been told yeah the perspective changes is that a new story yeah i yeah i enjoy
1: movies that are more like i don't know have you seen minari i just watched minari a
0: few weeks ago and I really enjoyed it. It was just like a human interest story. Sorry, I was nodding my... I, no. <laughs> okay, you have not seen This that. is a sound-only thing, so I <laughs> realized that... N- turn Yeah, um, head signals won't do here. It's just a story about... Here comes somebody else. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Oh. Hi, Colby. Hi. How's it going? You... Uh, your entire jacket is duct tape. Yeah. Water baby. Alrighty. Is it raining? Is it okay? I guess so. Sorry, what were you saying? Minari. Minari. What is Minari?
1: Uh, so it's like a human interest story. It's about... Um, I think A24, again, that studio produced this one. Okay. And it's...
0: Just before you start telling this story... Story... Saying long story short doesn't actually shorten a story. So keep that in mind when you're telling me this. (laughs) Story...
1: (laughs) May I continue, please? Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) About a Korean family that immigrates, um, to the United States and they, uh, live and work in California, but they move to oklahoma okay uh to become farmers that's what the the husband's dream it's set in the 50s or 60s i think um or maybe even 70s and they move to oklahoma because the dad wants to run a farm um and it's just the story about their hardships and like trials and tribulations and how he's they're dirt poor yeah um yeah they're starting from he's scratch, learning so how like, to farm yeah totally he's korean yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. oklahoma yeah. There's no fucking Koreans in Oklahoma. That's not I mean?
0: where that's not where people are. That's not where Koreans
1: go. No, so that's not where most they, like, people go. Join it. They're like religious, so they join the church. Right. Um, and their kids make friends with like these white kids, and like the white kids are super kind of <laughs> they're funny, but they're like rednecky. They're like, Why is your face so flat? <laughs> to, like the <laughs> right. little Asian boy. They're just asking questions, but Yeah, but they're just like asking questions. Ignorant. Is yeah, yeah, the literal yeah. ignorant, I guess. Yeah. And then it's just like this the family struggles and the wife hates it. The husband's determined to make it work because he wants his kids to see him succeed at something. Sure. And their grandma moves from Korea to come live with them. Yeah. She has like a health concern that happens. At first, the son hates the grandma. Right. But you see their bond develop and they become friends by the end of it. Um, and it's just like, there's no point to the story, really. It's just a human interest it's story. It's just a story about yeah. like a family. People. Going through this weird and and this weird struggle, I guess. Yeah. This like, Yeah. Um, such a foreign place for them and trying something new and like they're make friends with the neighbor who's also a farmer, but he's like a psycho religious kind of dude Okay. where every Sunday he does the, he, he lugs a cross.
0: Oh, like he, he's like, he does like a crucifixion thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like so every a,
1: Sunday to like repent or whatever, he like built a cross and he like lugs it down this dirt road Okay. as his like, I don't know. Hey, to he's prove got his thing. devotion to yeah. Jesus or something. I don't know. Good for him. But yeah, there's like, there's no real like the movie ends and you're not like, wow, I didn't learn anything. There wasn't like a question of morality that was resolved. It was just a story about people. Right. And that's it. I like those, Kind of like Moonlight. Y- okay. Moonlight's the same kind of thing where it's like, it's just like a study or a perspective on relationships. Yeah. Um, and especially in the case of Moonlight, um, the study of a young black man dealing with, uh, his sexuality right yeah and it's super super interesting and fascinating because he's kind of like a, g- a gangster okay you know what i mean like he grows up t- like around drug dealers and stuff and he grows up pretty tough
0: right so there's a fair amount of like structure to his personality turns out he's gay yeah
1: right and yeah, there's like yeah, yeah, flashbacks totally. to like a gay experience he had in high school and like
0: sounds awesome but he's
1: like putting up this front of like the gold teeth and the chains and stuff and like yeah because he drives around too. in a drop top yeah, and like his mom is dying of AIDS or whatever, and it's just like a. Re- There's no point to the story. No, it's just a really interesting
0: story, and the movie ends, and you're like, "Wow, that was really interesting." And and you're relating that to what we were talking about. And I think what I'm understanding is you're saying it's like those are the kinds of stories you have to develop now if you want to <laughs> yeah, have an original story. It has yeah, to be. But I find those to be interesting. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I, I
1: find those movies to be a lot more interesting to watch than. Avengers blasting through space for the hundredth time.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's, it's a time and a place thing for sure. It's like, you know, in the right mode at the right time with the right people, those are the movies you want to watch. And then there's times where you just want to throw something on in the background. Right. But I like the idea of what you're saying. And, and I guess the question I was asking was in relation to a movie like that, where it's like, you were telling the story about the Minari story. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it feels like a lot of movies I've seen already. It's the same story that's, that's happened multiple times. And so is it okay that that happens? I think so. And I'll tell you why. I think that this is the point I wanted to make that actually ties all this together is because and and i think i've talked about this before it's the it's the perspective and then it's the representation it's like for somebody who is growing up in oklahoma as a korean that movie probably speaks to them really loudly right right where the story of the white family that does that doesn't Mm -hmm. and so that movie is actually really important to that one person sure yeah and potentially if only even to the person who created it Mm-hmm. or wrote it and, and directed it you know what i mean yeah and so you have this like the the ability to i've always thought about that i was like in my mind when i was when i was thinking of like when i write i always thought of the idea of like writing this book with um like multiple times and like writing it with like uh like a, a cisgendered white male okay. and then with like a black kid and then with like a girl yeah. and then with and just to you know just to be able to like reach people at their at their own sort of like level because there is something to be said for um, being able to relate to the characters, right? Being able to relate to the hero or the, mm-hmm. the, the protagonist in the story. And yeah. I think that it's okay to retell the story for a different audience. Yeah.
1: I should, I've said earlier, like Minari didn't have a point. I guess like it, that's kind of <laughs> no, no, not but really, the, yeah. like it does like, I see what you're saying as far as like the Korean yeah. who lives in Oklahoma will find that story a lot more poignant than someone like I would.
0: Yeah, you, exactly. You don't relate Korean to that story because it's not your story.
1: Oklahoma. Yeah, But there's still relatability when it comes to the family struggle and sure. watching the dad learn how to farm sure. and struggle and like things blow up in his face. Yeah. And he's like trying to solve these problems and he's trying to make things work and his marriage falls apart, but then he fixes it and this and that. And it's like, there are still elements of this story that are like generally relatable regardless of what your background is.
0: Yeah. The only problem is you won't pay to go see a movie necessarily if the <laughs> if the front picture is like a Korean girl. You're like, I don't right. relate to that person. Right. This isn't a movie for me.
1: Right. Right? But I mean if I'm gonna pay to here's the thing. If I'm gonna pay to go see a movie, mm-hmm. it's we're
0: limited here. We only have two screens in the movie theater here and it's fortunately for you you're a cisgendered straight white male so most things are for you. Typically it's like blockbuster movies like yeah. Dune and whatever else yeah, is coming exactly. through the
1: pipeline. But if you're in Ottawa or like a lot of again like bigger cities we yeah. have like the ByTown.
0: Yeah. They do like artsy where they stuff and
1: essentially we'll just play um independent films or artsy movies or movies like that that are not necessarily blockbusters or Hollywood films where if you want to go see Minari or Moonlight I guess Moonlight would have played everywhere but yeah I think it was pretty big that's sort of the um, what the Bytown is looking to show is movies that go to film festivals that you never really hear about so either Sundance or the Cannes Film Festival or whatever or the the Tiff, you know independent movies yeah uh, foreign movies that don't necessarily make it to the silver screen as they call it
0: i exactly i I would
1: if i'm gonna pay ten dollars to go see a movie yeah if it's
0: ten dollars whatever 1998 i don't know how much it costs. i think it's like fucking 17 dollars no there's no 12 bucks yeah
1: if i'm gonna pay 12 dollars to go see a movie yeah and i have like the avengers on one side or i have like a independent film on the other side of the Bytown, i'm gonna go see the smaller budget film at the Bytown. right every time i think because it's a
0: different thing i've seen the avengers or a
1: version of it at some
0: point yeah do you know what i mean i it's funny because we keep talking about going to see a movie as if it was like the main way you take in movies but it's like nowadays it's really just like Mm -hmm. do i want to click on this thing yeah yeah
1: but you know you know the point i'm trying to make
0: no no i yeah i understand what you're saying it's just it's just like the the difference in selection is like the the um the stakes are a lot lower yeah yeah to go see a movie now Mm -hmm. And that's, I guess, in part answers the question is it's like you can make all of them now. You can make the remake Mm -hmm. and you can make the international sort of like small budget independent thing that that relates to a specific target audience. And you can make the one that's for everybody and you can make the one that's for kids and the one that's for nostalgia. And it's like they all kind of like can work. But yeah, do I think it's I think from an ethics perspective, I'm kind of like, hey, leave that one alone. You know what I mean it's like it exists the way that it does and it's mm-hmm. fine and you could make a new thing make a new thing yeah as long as if it, if when you I guess this would be the ultimate sort of like worst version of that is if when you make a remake you have to erase the old one. <laughs> yeah so that's you, the ultimatum yeah you can't like, see the old one at all yeah, anymore. yeah.
1: it's like they're are they making an, another matrix <laughs> they the are there's
0: they a are. fourth one coming out and I'll probably see it because I thought the matrix was heavily influential in my life you're leaving me oh good Um, the matrix being heavily influential in my life, um, I was recently just watching a video about how the matrix relates to, uh, what's it called? Plato's alleg allegory of the cave where the people are looking at shadows of things. And then the one guy gets to go out and see them all for real. And then he comes back and tries to tell them, but then they don't want to listen because it's too much for them to handle. So they just kill him, And that, that had something to some, some sort of relation to the matrix in a way, you know, opening his eyes and the blue pill and the red pill and the, and all that stuff. So I thought that was pretty interesting. We've obviously talked about the matrix before and how important it was to us. Um, and... Perfect. Marty's back. I actually did talk the whole time this time. A merry
1: little Christmas. Um... Christmas by the
0: time this comes out? I hope not. Fuck, we should have this out by... This one should come out Saturday. Yeah, Rami should Sunday. come out on Saturday. <laughs> so, um... This may be the shortest lead time between an episode and a release date would be the one we recorded on, um... Uh, bacon. <laughs> oh, yeah. In theory... It should come out tomorrow. Yes. So we'll see how that goes. Highly unlikely. Um, As you guys know, I just want to use this time to explain. Obviously, we've done this before, but it's like the process that we go through to create an episode sometimes hits uh, speed bumps. And there are times where... Yeah. So stop being so fucking greedy about it. Our episodes just don't come out for a while. And then sometimes we'll go a week or two without putting out an episode. We're doing our best. And there's a lot of times where we have four or six episodes ready to go and they just don't come out. Yeah, that's my fault. These things happen.
1: Um, what was Ooh. I going to say? Oh, yeah. So should we put a bow on it here?
0: Yeah, okay. Let's let's uh, revisit the original question and just and
1: see how far we strayed from us, the yeah. original premise.
0: How do we ensure great movies still get made? Well, Why so we didn't, didn't, wow, we didn't approach question, that at did all. did not answer the question at all. Yeah.
1: We just talked about movies. Um, how do we ensure... I mean, I don't know that there's... A single way to do that i'll tell you what i think. I mean how if 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 a studio is looking to here's the one thing i will say mm-hmm. like you mentioned accessibility to film equipment yeah um and recording equipment and all this stuff and editing software yeah has never been all that stuff has never been more accessible exactly so the average person who wants to just pick up a camera and make a short film yeah has the tools available to them to do that yeah um, you don't even have to buy a camera. Like there's, there's, if you live in big enough cities, they have places you can rent cameras for like a weekend or for a week and stuff. Sick. You can just rent gear Yeah. Um, for, for cheaper than it costs to buy a camera. Okay. And then get yourself a computer or a laptop, even if you don't have one, I'm sure you, you know, there's ways to do it. Yeah. So the accessibility factor is incredible because it gives everyone a chance to, um, to create essentially. Right. Totally. So that's a that's an awesome plus. And if you have to think that um, given enough time and traction, the cream will rise to the top. Sure. So despite the fact that there's more and more and more of this stuff and this content being produced and, and made all the time, mm-hmm. the best will eventually find a way to stand out. Right? Um, I agree with you. Kind of like with content creation in general. Like the best yeah. the best streamers or the best YouTube content creators stand out for a reason because they're better than everyone else they know the uh, the algorithm they know the algorithms but they they also produce the best content totally so the the cream will rise to the top um that being said i guess when it comes to like bigger budget hollywood films if it's an issue of funding and a studio has x amount of money to give out to make a movie yeah and if it's avengers remix 100 (laughs) yeah or a story about a korean family moving to oklahoma I think they probably look at this and go like, well, fuck the Avengers is going to make us the most money. Exactly. So if it comes down to a business decision for the major studios, not to say that all major film studios, uh, produce cash cow movies, like they make good movies.
0: Sure. Yeah. 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 But
1: I think that like we've been kind of talking about a little bit, there is a business decision that goes into yeah. what does and doesn't get made.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So when it comes to great films being made, I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I think you might, as a consumer, as a movie moviegoer, someone who watches movies, you might have to work a little bit harder to find stuff that's just un- below the surface. Yeah, okay. As far as your um, independent movies go, yeah, foreign yeah. movies go, the ones that win tons of awards but no one ever hears about. Yeah. Like there's ways, like you said, TIFF or Cannes yeah. or Sundance all these film festivals that happen all over the world uh, where movies, brilliant movies get submitted but you never hear about them because they're foreign, they're German, they're Polish, whatever.
0: They're underfunded. They're they're
1: underfunded. Undermarketed. There's no A-list celebrity attached to it. There's a reason you'll never hear about those movies. So as a consumer, I think those movies are being made. Like there's people making those incredible movies. Totally. You just have to work a little bit harder to unearth them. Yeah, yeah. And then once you've watched that movie, I think it's if you really like it, you tell people about it and like, you know, you push it out into the world.
0: Yeah, I, w- I was going to say, and as everyone
1: hears about Avengers, whether you fucking like it or not, it's there. It's fucking part of pop culture. It's in your face and it's in your face. And I've never seen one. I've I've never seen an Avengers movie. They're good. I know what it's about. You should check them out. They're good. Yeah, maybe I will someday. But Um, It's just there. It's in your face.
0: I was going to answer the question like this and you got really close (laughs) to what I was going to say, which was um, the question was, how do we make sure that good movies still get made? And I would say the answer is make them yourself
1: like yeah that's another feel free good, to like uh, you
0: like music you want music that yeah. sounds like the music you want make music mm-hmm. you want that was like the prince thing right he's like i don't listen to music i make music right and it's like yeah you you can you have the capabilities now yeah and like not just in terms of like you said like renting a camera or having a camera on your iphone and filming it all and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. but it's like even the fucking cg is accessible now like you can do all that shit online
1: yeah or like like i for mentioned free. for the ludwig thing yeah
0: uh fiverr like yeah, it'll cost you, you a bit
1: more money depending like what you get yeah, what you pay for yeah but if you go on Fiverr, yeah, you can pay a computer graphics engineer yeah. or an artist or an editor to to do work for you. You can they're they're basically contracted or you subcontract someone. Yeah, so you're making a movie and they say, hey, I need a, a sound editing for this scene. Someone on Fiverr will be like, cool, give me 200 bucks, I'll have it done by Friday.
0: I would say this, too. For example. I would, I would you know? say that if you think that that what's stopping you from making a movie or, or writing a book that you want to read or, or writing a song that you want to hear or whatever the fuck it is, and, or paying somebody to help you do all that stuff on Fiverr or whatever, is like if you think that the... Um, you're like, you're like, well, I could never do that. A, because I'm either not creative enough or B, I don't have the time mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like, I challenge anyone who thinks that to record for an entire week the amount of time you spend doing nothing. And by that, I mean oh my like God, yeah. either like sitting in front of a TV or a computer yeah. or on your phone or whatever, yeah. like being unproductive. And it's like, yeah, you have, and then and then calculate how much of those hours if you devoted it to something creative like this. Just learning like that hour you spend yeah. on your phone or yeah
1: the hour you spend watching three episodes of the office you've already seen yeah just instead like shift that
0: to like an hour of a tutorial on youtube yeah yeah or, like learn how to edit or like uh, film or like cr- or like um yeah. or like you know um like watering an idea you know like we all have creative ideas and it's like watering it is how it grows and it's like yeah just it's like sit with nothing and a pen and pad and yeah. like write it down and then start yeah. to develop you it have to
1: actually, i mean it's just an old cliche but like you have to just do it. You just
0: have to fucking send it. Yeah, go And for try it. it. So that's that's what I would say. And if you'll you think, never know until you do. Yeah, so if you want you know? a great movie to be made, um, make it yourself or uh, send us your idea by emailing us at therongguyspodcast at gmail.com, tweeting us at therongguyspod or checking us out on Instagram at therongguyspodcast. Did you like how seamlessly I integrated that into yeah, a conclusion? Yeah, was really well done. Um,
1: um, I wanted to find this clip of... Um, kenny beats who's a uh hip-hop producer mm-hmm. and he had this he streams as well sometimes and he had this this um uh, this like kind of viral moment about like he does like fan mail i think sometimes people okay. will send him questions on twitter or whatever and he'll answer them and it was like like an ama kind of thing sort of yeah and he was uh this guy asked him a question he's like oh i um I just put like my first beat on Spotify and it only has like th- like six listens like after a, a week. Like, Four really of them are me. To make it more. <laughs> yeah. And the, the guy was just like, he's just like, fuck that. Just make more. Yeah. Like, don't worry about the six listens. Yeah. Just like make another beat and put it up there. Exactly. Like eventually six will turn into a hundred, will turn into a thousand. Or not. Or maybe it doesn't. But and just, it doesn't like, keep matter. Doing it. Like don't fucking get fixated on, wow, I made a beat. I put it on Spotify and only six listens after a week.
0: Yeah, I found the clip, but it's too long, so I'll just play it somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. It's like your success is based on how you feel about the thing you built, mm-hmm. not on how it's received. Maybe I'll just play it, then we can cut out the We'll cut all of it. Fluff.
1: It's only four minutes, but like the, the poignant part happens pretty early on. First, we listen to an advertising. One advertising place for my free YouTube viewing pleasure. fuck off okay crazy. i saw a dm the other day and someone goes kenny i dropped this song and it didn't get playlisted it didn't get in any of the things it was supposed to get into so it has really low streams should i take this song off and put it out later so that people don't see my first release having no listens let me just quickly answer that question for you
0: everybody's first song doesn't have a lot of listens <laughs> everybody's first thing that they drop. Does not have a million f-ing plays and thirty
1: Spotify playlists. When you drop your first song, you are not Justin Bieber. You're not even Haley Bieber. You're not even close. You have to start somewhere. So start now. Do you want to have those shitty plays in a year from now? You want to have those shitty plays right now? Start somewhere. Please put your. Anyway, that's 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 about what I was saying. sort of it's yeah. and it's a cliche to be like just start now because like he says. If you wait a year, like, what's the point of waiting? Do I have like, and I think that's sort of the unreasonable expectations that people have because of how accessible all this shit is. I keep seeing the word accessible, but yeah, anyone can be a YouTube star. Anyone can be a streamer. And when you look at guys like Ludwig or fuck whoever, who has like millions of views and subscribers, you set yourself up for disappointment when you set that as your benchmark. yeah, Yeah. You go like, wow, this Ludwig guy is no one special. He's just a dude. Yeah. He's not a singer. He's not an artist. He's not a gamer. He's a regular person. He's just a fucking guy. Yeah. Same with Mr. Beast, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have any, not to say they're not talented, but they don't have like a, a calling card, you know?
0: Y- yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're like a really good juggler. Exactly. Like or you're not a famous yeah. it's athlete It's just like a thing that you can't quite put your You've finger just on. you
1: figured out how to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Totally. But other than that, you're just like a dude. Mm-hmm. And you're going like, wow, Ludwig has 10 million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. He's just a guy. I'm just a guy. I put out a video. It only has 300 views. Like, what's wrong with me?
0: It has that perfection you know? or failure vibe, right? Yeah.
1: So I think that's part of the problem for people is kind of like Kenny Beach just said here. Is like, your first thing is not going to be a fucking million view thing. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter it shouldn't matter anyway it shouldn't that's if, i mean we've got if you're off, doing it for that you're doing it for the wrong reason exactly i right? was
0: gonna i was gonna say it's like dude you know i write you know i write a lot you know i, mm-hmm. I that's what i do with my time I, I write things i have like probably three dozen unpublished stories that i just write they're just on my computer they just exist mm-hmm. there because that i didn't i don't give a fuck if people read them i'm just into having them i'm yeah, into yeah. having them existing That's how I see it. It's like, it's not about other people. I don't play music for other people. I don't write books for other people. Mm -hmm. I write it for me. That's where it came from. And I think if if, if I wanted to, and I have in the past, I could make movies for myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, it's like, it's not about anybody else. It's not about what other people want. If I want to make songs that i want to hear i have to assume that other people have songs they want to hear that they should be writing for themselves as well Mm -hmm. and it's like well they don't give a fuck about my songs they give a fuck about their songs yeah and that's the world the world is seven or eight billion people doing seven or eight billion people's worth of stuff Mm -hmm. and then like existing inside that stuff and just like being happy or trying to be happy within the stuff that they're building yeah and i think that that's just the way life works is it's like i don't know fucking do your own shit Mm-hmm. And like, and, and leave everybody out of it. Like getting, I mean, yeah. getting other people's validation doesn't actually make the, you a better person. The hardest part, that is the hardest thing to do though. What I that? think is to not care what other people think. I mean, it's so meta to say this on a podcast that right. we're literally publishing right. on the internet. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, you're right. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's, but it is the hardest thing to separate from
1: the work you're putting in. Yeah. Like I've talked to some of our friends. I think I might be repeating myself even, but I've talked to Ramey. I've talked to our friend, Eric about this stuff too. And it's like, there's, it feels like there's a level of self-serving, self serv servience, self-servance, I, self-serving,
0: finish the sentence and maybe I can help you know. with that one. I'm not it's sure. It's like
1: you're or self-indulgence, maybe when you're putting your, your, oh, your yeah. yourself out there. Totally. Um, yeah. And it's self-serving to a certain degree, but you're also doing it because you want other people to listen and enjoy. hmm And, yeah, it, it, separating the fact separating like mentally just building this divide of like I going to put it out regardless
0: mm-hmm.
1: I cannot allow myself to care what others think about it
0: yeah, yeah. is the
1: hardest thing to do because yeah. there's a level of pride that goes into your own work right you put your so heart publishing a story or publishing a song yeah um, it's completely normal to have a degree of personal pride attached to it and then when you put it out and no one listens to it yeah. Then your pride is wounded, but you have to understand yeah. that it's like, like Kenny beats says, it's like your first thing is never going to be the million stream thing. It's, so it's just keep doing it. Just do another one. Yeah. It's And true. Then just don't stop caring about what other people think. If you're enjoying it and you're doing it and it brings you joy to record and release stuff, just do that. Yeah. Don't look at the views. Don't look at the likes. Don't can, look at the listen. I can and say in just all honesty, fucking do it.
0: I find it very uncomfortable when people tell me they like this podcast. Uh, so do I. <laughs> More so than if somebody was like, your podcast sucks. And then I'd be like, at least you're listening to yeah, it. Yeah, at least you're listening. Because I could tell that you're listening if you think it sucks. Yeah. Like, uh, it that does make attention. me uncomfortable too. Yeah. It makes me, and it happened to me. I appreciate me,
1: it, but it still makes me uncomfortable.
0: A very surprise, like out of left field this week. Somebody told me that I wasn't expecting, told me that they listened to our podcast. And I was like, who's that? "Uh, One of the ski patrollers at work. Okay. And I was like, I just, I didn't see the connection and how she could have found it. Mm -hmm. And through people, through people. I should mention a few people have,
1: you know, on Spotify, they do like a year
0: in review thing. Okay.
1: I've had a few people send me screenshots of the most podcasts. Yeah. Isaac sent me one. (laughs) So I've had a few people, Mac sent me that. And then Sierra sent me that as well. That screenshots of like, hey, look at look, what's it up in my top five? And I'm like, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. That your life has come down to.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry that somehow the algorithm thinks this is what you should to be listening this to. This for it's not. You shouldn't be listening to this. So
1: many minutes. This of your is, life.
0: doesn't. This doesn't even have a structure anymore. I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Yeah. This entire episode is just. This is kind of, Has it gone off the rails?
1: I don't know. It's probably gone off the rails. Were there rails bit. to begin with? Is I was going to ask earlier. Back to the film thing. What your favorite Christmas movie is?
0: Favorite Christmas movie? Yeah. Ooh. Jingle all the way for me. Jingle all the way is pretty damn good. I this always barely a
1: Christmas movie. Okay, so you'll funny.
0: totally understand this answer when I say so. Uh I'll, um Home for Home for Christmas? Is that what the fuck it's called?
1: Of yourself. Um
0: it's uh Jonathan Taylor Thomas has to come home to get his dad's Corvette or Porsche or some shit. He has to like make it home on time. I just had a huge crush on Jonathan Taylor Thomas when I was growing up so. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it's called Home for Christmas or uh i don't know and then nightmare before christmas is that a christmas movie um i th- think so cuz i'm not a fan of musicals as we know but That's that the... one i have a tolerance for mm. tim burton tim cartoon. burton right. yeah um and then obviously the classic answer would be uh uh fucking home alone die hard just oh. so everyone yeah die Hard's a i christmas was movie. just about to
1: say die hard as well yeah exactly die hard a christmas movie because a yeah. christmas home Alone's, tree in the home Alone's a pretty
0: good answer actually bad santa have you ever seen bad santa oh it's so weird and
1: depressing yeah it's pretty hardcore it's fucking it's weird like right movie. up my alley <laughs> thurman merman oh my god um, a weird movie
0: yeah is there any other great christmas movies um
1: I used to watch a lot of the classic cartoons when I was a kid. Sure. Rudolph and Frosty. The Grinch is always a classic cartoon. The the Grinch. The Grinch. Um, the one, Rudolph, was that the one that was like the claymation one with Mm -hmm. the abominable snowman? That was a good one. Yeah. I was always terrified of that abominable snowman. Yeah. No, whatever it was. not the snowman, the... The Sam Squanch. Like Sam Squanch, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I when I was a kid, a small kid, I was terrified of that I think
0: it was the abominable snowman,
1: but he ends up being friendly and... Right. Yeah. Um... There was the one where the Santa Claus... No, no, the snowman melts.
0: Mm, Frosty. Is that Frosty? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, Frosty the Snowman, yeah. yeah the story There's of Frosty that the that one. Um,
0: the Peanuts cartoon. Yeah. Greatest Christmas soundtrack. Or, you know how to play that one on the piano, I know right? Is that like what you were playing last year? A few of them, yeah. You learned that one last year, right? I learned
1: a few of them last year, yeah. I don't know. Um, I probably can't remember how to play any I'm of them. I'm trying
0: to think of other Christmas movies that I've always really enjoyed. <laughs> Yeah. Um,
1: What's the one where Tim Allen is Santa Claus? Jingle? No, that's not. I think it's called uh, Santa Claus.
0: Just Santa Claus? Yeah. yeah. The Santa Claus. Right, because it's Claus. Yeah, C-L-A-U-S-E, yeah. which is actually how you spell both clauses. Right. But because I remember there was a, a thing about it being the, if you, he has to find a wife by a certain point, it's in his contract under the Mrs. Clause. Oh, okay. And I always thought that was a really clever wordplay i can't think of any others to be honest um i mean there's a bajillion i know um how about uh how about um fucking uh uh what's the one with the fucking dude from the community hang on a second i'm drawing a blank here
1: oh um you know what i'm christmas vacation that's it yeah chevy chase chevy chase that's a classic too yeah that one's really funny that's a great one um National Lampoon. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. That's a really good one.
0: Um, hey, okay. That's if you a, could think of uh, another Christmas movie that we should watch yeah. and review.
1: Ooh. Yes. Send us a,
0: a, send a, a film a, suggestion for us to review. Send a email for us. Mm-hmm. We are the reviewing movie. Okay. Uh, we're at an hour and 20 minutes. What?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to cut a lot of that out. No, it's fine. All People right. People like to listen to us talk. I'll we'll make it a two-parter maybe. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay um do we wrap it up or do we do a thing before
0: we do may as well do a word of the day we're here fuck we're into an hour and 20 minutes we may as well do it and keep it going this is going to be for a road trip if you're listening to this on a road trip if you're listening to this while you're making breakfast (laughs) i think only you do that
1: yeah uh, i to to this podcast like 10 minutes at a time (laughs) (laughs) cockade let's do cockade no let's not do that wait
0: Mm. Oh, it's so Mm. quiet. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, someone asked me to turn everything down.
0: (laughs) We were clipping a lot in the last couple episodes.
1: Okay, this is a weird one. There's a bunch of weird ones, but this is the weirdest one I've seen. Avgolemino.
0: Avgolemino. Avgolemino?
1: Avgolemino. Avgolemino.
0: Avgolemino. Avgolemino is a v g o l e m o n. -N 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 oh ding 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 and it is the i think it's a um there's like uh berries and potentially some sort of like stone fruit or something mm-hmm. based uh solvent so it's like uh oh. it's like a soap that's made from natural um things that you get off of trees interesting yeah i've go lemon you weren't far off oh really no, you were pretty far off yeah i hope so um
1: You got the spelling correct. It's a soup or sauce made with beaten eggs, lemon juice, and usually chicken broth.
0: Oh. Wait, beets, lemon juice, and chicken broth?
1: beaten eggs. Beaten eggs. Oh,
0: beaten eggs. Okay, so eggs, lemon, and...
1: Lemon juice, and usually chicken broth.
0: That is a weird combo, and I feel like the... It's Greek. And maybe I'm stupid, but doesn't lemon and egg together curdle? Um... I feel like there's a base acid thing going on there. If you're a chemist and you know about these things... Send me a DM or something. Or start a podcast. Some
1: Greek villagers, when adding the Avgolemono to soup or dish, make a kissing sound, a magical trick to keep the egg
0: from curdling. So it can curdle. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Holy fuck, I'm a goddamn genius. How is that possible? How is it possible that I knew that? I don't know. Have you you ever seen me cook? No? Um, That's because it doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, you're Chef Mike. Chef
0: Mike. Chef Microwave. Yeah, that's right.
1: Um well, oh, I forgot to put the bookend on it. Avgo lemono.
0: Avgo lemono. And you put that shit on what?
1: It's a super sauce. But put it on put it on anything.
0: I guess you could put it on like rice or something, I guess. Oh my god, this is what Or pasta?
1: Avgo um, Limeno.
0: Somebody try it and tell me how it is. Yeah, someone go ahead and make that for us. Maybe the next time I go to a Greek restaurant, I'll order it. Okay. Well,
1: I think
0: I have nothing else. All right. We've exhausted say. all uh, conversation topics. It's one hour and 25 minutes. Let's right get now. the fuck out of here. Should we? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Love everybody. Smell you later. Okay. Bye.